Are you ready to bounce back better? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hey guys, it's Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can bounce back better. And I had a client question from one of my group program that I thought I know will apply to way more than just her. So I'm going to answer it in a live today. So she asked, basically said that many of the men in her life had been, you know, very controlling, had really been, you know, you should listen to me. I have all the answers. I'm the authority. If you don't listen to me, you're sinning. You're not a good person. You're not doing the right thing. And many, 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 many of you have experienced that same thing. In Lundy Bancroft's book, Inside the Minds of Angry and Controlling Men, he said that um, you thought you were getting Mr. Right, but you ended up with Mr. Always Right. And as we talk about unhealthy relationships and the toxic person either playing the victim, which is they have all the answers and you should listen to them, or playing, oh, I'm sorry, that's the hero. The hero and they have all the answers and you should listen to them, or the victim, which means poor, poor, pitiful me, you should help me and save me. And both of those are equally dangerous because both of those means they get to set the rules and you're expected to play by their rules. They're expected to get out of doing the work of the relationship and you are expected to change. You are expected to listen. You are expected to do the work of the relationship. You are expected to save them. Whatever it is, the work is on you. And people can absolutely play both, right? In the context, if there was a a religious abuse or a spiritual abuse type situation, you know, you should listen to me. I know, you know, I'm the man of the house. I'm your father. I'm your husband. I'm whoever it is. I should get to be the hero. I have all the answers. You should open your head up and let me pour the jewels and uh, of my wisdom in. And this can happen to extremely intelligent women. I know for a fact this person is very intelligent. Um, and in, in any respect, I won't give any details about her information, obviously. But, you know, if you had a piece of paper and it said, what would an intelligent woman, how would you describe an intelligent woman? This would be absolutely be her. And yet there she keeps finding men in her life who think they can peel back her head and pour their knowledge in it. And it's just really control. It's really control, which is especially hard to see if you had a mom or dad do the same thing, especially if it's a dad. Typically, toxic mothers make you feel like you're never good enough and play the victim but it can be both. I've known many a toxic father to fake a heart attack if their child set boundaries. Um, I've known many a toxic mother basically say, you know, you should do your hair this way. You should do this this way. You should play piano this way. You should, you know, that wasn't me. It was someone else I know. But if you have had parents who have never taught you to be your own person, but trained you to be a product or an extension of themselves, And then you start dating and these men come and they think of you as like a Barbie doll, right? Like, man, she'd be great if I could just, you know, get rid of that and maybe shape that off. And if you've ever seen Sex in the City, she went in for um, cosmetic surgery or she, I don't know it enough, Kim, maybe, whoever Kim was, I think it's a real name. She went in and was thinking about um, 
uh, plastic surgery and they put markers here and they put this here and they marked this off and they they had all these like things marked that was wrong with her and being raised by a toxic parent can feel as if you know you know, in my own life, it's like, oh, I've got a bump right here, so let's magnify that. And oh, I've got flab right here, so let's magnify that. And oh, let's, you know, put this piece on you and put that piece on you because nothing's ever good enough with a, for a toxic parent. Nothing's ever good enough because they want you to keep changing to form into the product that they expect. And um, partners can do that too. You know, controlling partners can do that too. It's sucks and it's dangerous. And this person asked if there was a certain personality type that did that more than others. I'm going to lock this door. I think I hear like someone coming into my house right now. Uh, <laughs> some, uh, the, uh, the, the toxic parent or the toxic partner where they are saying, Oh, I can, if I just tweak this and I just tweak this and I just tweak this and I just tweak this, she'll be perfect. If I just make her into my version of her, rather than trying to find out who she is and make her more of who she is, there's a problem. And what does a healthy relationship look like? What does that play out in real life? Okay. It means you get to have ideas sometimes. It means you get to be right sometimes, not all the time. You don't want to say, I, I know the people who are attracted to my work and they're, you know, they're never wanting to swing the other way. And I'm going to be the boss. I'm going to tell him I'm never going to get hurt again. I'm, I'm going to show him what's, a, you know, that's not the type of female that I work with and not the type of female that's attracted to my work. You know, it's usually people who um, are just giving and loving and kind and really intelligent but they don't know it. They don't own it. And so when someone else comes along and says, ah, oh, you'd be great if I could just tweak a few of these things and become that hero mentality or, oh man, how, how could you be so selfish that you won't change those things? More playing the victim, right? Oh, you should be more giving to me. Oh, you should be more kind to me. You should do more of what I want. Okay. Super unhealthy dynamic. But when two people are giving and two people are balanced, you get to have ideas sometimes. He gets to have ideas sometimes. Sometimes your priorities and your work is important. And sometimes his work and priorities are important. It's like um, a pyramid. And I, if any of you are raising children, I highly, highly, highly recommend you use this example with your kids. At my house, we talk about taking turns at the top of the pyramid. Whose turn is it? at the top of the pyramid. For example, if my daughter is playing in a softball championship, that day she would be at the top of the pyramid, right? Like we would, you know, have the whole day around her and she would probably get to, you know, decide where we ate dinner and we would all support her, okay? Um, but if every day was my daughter's day, she would turn into a nightmare, right? Like <laughs> you don't want her to always be at the top of the pyramid because that's no gift to her future spouse and her friends and her boss one day in her life, right? But in a toxic situation, they think they are always at the top of the pyramid. My son has to learn sometimes my daughter's at the top of the pyramid. And my daughter has to learn, for example, uh, you know, that my son, he was in the spelling bee. He did really, really well. You know, and if he's at the spelling bee, like that day's about him. It's not about her. She doesn't get to pout. She doesn't get to cause drama. She doesn't get to, nope, nope, you're not the top of the pyramid. Like sometimes I'm at the top of the pyramid. If I have, you know, something call for work or, you know, a long lost friend has come to visit and I'm spending time with them or I just need to take a shower. I need to work out. Like I get to be at the top of the pyramid sometimes. My husband is absolutely at the top of the pyramid sometimes. If he has something going on with his work, I've got to, in this quarantine, I'm locking the door, locking people out. <laughs> you know? But I've got to make sure the kids are at a place so that he can talk to his boss and it's 
respectful to him, he gets a turn at the top of the pyramid too. And in a healthy family structure and a healthy partnership, everyone gets a turn at the top of the pyramid. And if it's always one person at the top of the pyramid, and they are always telling you that they should not only are they in their infinite wisdom should be at the top of the pyramid, that you should learn to listen to them because they deserve to be at the top. You should, you know, they are, um, it's like the holy man, like sitting at the top of the mountain, right? Like he's, but in, in the worst version, right? So he's like sitting at the top of the mountain, like you should change this. You should change this. You should change this. You should change this. If he's always at the top of the pyramid, that is P-R-I-D-E. P-R-I-D-E. Does he know he's at the top of the pyramid? Yes. Does he want to? It could be a female too. Do they want to get off the top of that pyramid? Heck no. They get their way at the top of the pyramid. Okay, I see so many women, they're like, research something on narcissism or something like, oh, I'll just take this to them. They'll realize what they're doing and want to change. I have never seen it work. Never seen it work, okay? We don't want it to work. <laughs> I've never seen it work. But when that person is always operating as if they are at the top of the pyramid, all, you're never going to have a healthy relationship because they're going to see you as your, your job to always be climbing up the mountain to get to their them and all their infinite glory and wonder, and they're not going to take turns. And it's the most simple way of talking about it, like back to, um, you know, back to grade school, back to kindergarten. Can you take turns in a healthy relationships? You in a healthy relationship, you take turns. Now it may be that you love to cook and he loves to mow the yard, right? Like my husband actually does cook, but you know, I help him with the yard sometimes, but there's not usually we pay somebody, but you know, there's not an expectation that like I have to do the yard, right? Like there's some certain, I'm not talking about jobs that both of you, I, I don't mind doing laundry. I do all the laundry in the house. He hates laundry. We don't fight over laundry. That's not what I'm talking about, taking turns. I'm talking taking turns on who gets to be the most, um, whose hobbies get to be the most important, whose rest gets to be the most important, whose interests get to be the most important, whose um, dreams get to be the most important, whose ideas get to be the most important, whose thoughts get to be the most important. You are as every bit as much of a human as them. And if they are trying to steal your humanity by always being at the top of the pyramid, it is something's wrong. And yes, they know what they're doing and they like sitting up there because everyone else is doing the work of the relationship and they can play hero or, or even victim, right? Like, oh, you have to help me because I'm so poor. You, you know, I've got all this going on. Okay. So in a healthy relationship, you take turns. That's what giving feels like. And there are athletic guys like that. There are um, quiet guys like that. There are athletic girls like that. There are quiet girls like that. There are mousy types. There are book types that are not like that. Okay. That is not a personality trait. And that's why I see so many women um, in dating. They just run into the same problems over and over because they think it's a personality issue when it's really a control issue. They always have found a way to be at the top of the pyramid. And if you were raised with someone in your life always being at the top of the pyramid, then it feels normal to you. You're not really sure what's happening. You're like, what? This feels familiar. Wow, it's wrong. And please, 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 please do not out of guilt put your children always at the top of the pyramid. Please, please, please don't always put your children at the top of the pyramid um, because then you will raise you'll have a lot of trouble later on when they're older and you're and you're looking for a healthy relationship with them. So I hope that helps and I hope you're having a fabulous day and talk to you later. Ooh.
Hello, wonderful. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you found something that will either help you get past your past, get real about your present, or get serious about your future. Hopefully it's all 30. If you're not already in my Facebook group, finding love and success after a toxic relationship, consider this your invitation. There are tons of lives, tons of tips and tricks to help you bounce back better. Have a great day.